0: guys we are back number six episode six video games fyi this is your host and only person that's gonna be talking my name is ryan let's get straight into it so first what i've have i been up to this last week so uh some of the same some of the same um i have not I don't think I played that much more Yakuza zero since last week I might have but I came I woke up on Sunday with like a pretty bad earache that I think was an ear infection a minor one um and that just really took it out of me for the next couple days so I kind of didn't like Yakuza I when I when I get into it I enjoy it But there are some down times when you're just sitting there watching cutscenes, and they're good. But when I'm like fatigued and like not feeling great, it's just hard to focus sometimes. It was uh, the same way for me with Death Stranding. Uh, Death Stranding came out right around the time that I started my new job. Which kind of put me on a different schedule where I was getting up at 7.30 in the morning as opposed to like 9.30 in the morning. And it was just kind of making me tired and trying to get used to that. And this is hard to play Death Stranding sometimes. So I played mostly this week. Played Apex because that is enough to like get me focused, get my brain moving, and it keeps me interested pretty much throughout. Because there's not a lot of downtime where you could just kind of, you know zone out and be like what and kinda get tired and fall asleep. So played more that. Their event ended this week. Um I finished off their that uh their little uh event you know, get five thousand points and you know, unlock all the cosmetics and stuff that we got for this event. Well not all of them, but all the free stuff. Got that a couple days early so I just went back to playing regular because I, I really like World's Edge. I really like that event on World's Edge, which is the current map. But that event on King's Canyon, I, I just didn't click with it at all. So it was really, I wasn't having the greatest time playing that mode on that map. So I just kind of went back. Once I finished it, I just went back to regular, just get some challenges done, level up and do that um so apex is continuing to be apex it's uh, it's real good uh but the other battle royale which came out last week i think it was last week that i didn't get to play i played a couple rounds of uh, is call of duty Warzone. it's a free to play uh battle royale with the call of duty modern warfare trappings the new one it's 20, 20 the new modern warfare not the 2007 one um I do not like that one as much as I like Apex um it just everything feels a little bit too slow and that had been my problem like I enjoyed PUBG but the reason I fell off of PUBG was kind of was like it was too slow um I think that the outside ring in war zone takes a little bit too much time to get going uh, all the weapons, unless they change this, all the weapons, you have to hold like square or X to pick up, which kind of just slows everything down. The time to kill seems slower than in apex. I could be completely wrong. It just feels slower. Um, overall just feels a lot, a lot slower. They did recently add solos, which they did not have at launch. It was you could technically go solo by just getting in a one person squad and saying don't fill to so me. It would put you in there solo, but it wouldn't, you'd be going up. It's in squads of three people. But they did just add solos in there. So it's literally just everyone else solo 100 up to 150, 149 other people just all solo. So I haven't played that cause that came out yesterday and I didn't have time yesterday to check it out. But maybe that'll make it a little bit better for me just going solo because i i really want a solo mode in apex like it's they had the they tried that event out months ago at this point like i feel like almost six months but who knows it could have been two months ago time flies time has been a real weird thing lately but um I just like solos in these game in these in these modes and stuff. Like with Apex, obviously there's no solos, but you get a you get you know occasional match where your entire team will drop a connection or they'll just leave or you know you'll have one person with you and they die super fast and then leave or something like that. So it's, it's effectively solo, but then you're you're you know facing other other squads. And I position wise. On average, I do better solo. But obviously, I'm, I'm not really getting any wins solo. But I'm getting in and lasting in the match longer. Giving me more time to, you know, learn the map and, you know, just collect and do all that fun stuff. So, I mean, solos... Maybe, maybe I'll like solos in Warzone. I don't know. Maybe I'll play that today. I don't know. I got kind of a bit of stuff to play because... Came out, technically today, Animal Crossing in Doom. I've not played Doom, so I will not be talking about that. But I did play some hours of Animal Crossing New Horizons. I did stream the first hour of that. And it is also live on YouTube right now. Um, Animal Crossing Horizons, New Horizons, is very Animal Crossing. And, I mean, that's, it's good. It's, you know, it's kind of what it's been the 3ds one came out before the wii u so i mean it's, i feel like it's been seven eight years or something like that since the last one 2013 2013 sounds about right but maybe it's like you know six and a half years or something like that but um immediately get in create your character you know how you want to look what do you want to wear what's your name when's your birthday you know go through all this and then tom nook's like bitch you're going to run this island you're the resident representative. you have no say in it. You get to choose the name of the island, which people have been thinking of the name of their island for years at this point. and I have not. I am horrible at naming stuff. and then I named my island. I was trying to like, I was trying to incorporate something to do with doom in my island name, but I couldn't think of anything. and then everything I was coming up with is too long or too long. Because the limit is ten characters, like I think fifteen would have been good. Which I think fifteen was the limit on 3DS, but I could be wrong. Um, so I came up with Newston, spelled Newstone, but it's pronounced Newston. It's very upper class. But then one of the you come to island with two other animals, two animals, two residents. They just happen to be on the same trip as you. And one of them throws out Buffberg or Buffsburg. I think it was Buffberg. I'm like, that's a fucking amazing name. Buffberg, and apparently it's, uh, it's slightly different. You get different uh, residents randomly and stuff. So someone else online posted one that their character said Swoville. I think that was also a good name for an island. Um, but you can't choose if, like... One of the residents comes with a better name you can't choose that name you put in a name and it's it's your name you can't as far as i know it says you can't change it and i don't think you've ever been able to change it uh in in past games so i'm stuck with newston i've already went around and de-weeded my my part of the island that i could get to um i only technically played day one uh the second day starts at like five or six o'clock in the morning so I did not get to that point. Um, but apparently day two is where you can start getting like shovel the shovel and the the pole vaults and, and all that stuff. Like Day two seems like where you can actually start doing a lot of the stuff that you need and want to do to kind of tidy up your island. I paid off my first debt and then Tom Nook immediately asked me if I wanted to build a house, which obviously I do because that's what you do. But I wanted to get to day two Cause I want to try and dig up some of the trees, chop down some of the trees and kind of kind of uh, rearrange the trees in a way where I could put my house where I want it and, and kind of go from there. Um, I played that like for, for except for a few hours, hour on stream and then a few hours after before I went to bed. Um, and uh, after I'm done with this podcast, I'm probably going to eat. Figure out what the hell I'm doing for dinner. Honestly, I don't know. It's, my girlfriend's been gone all week. I had plans to stream Sonic 06 this week since she was going to be gone. I was going to do that. But one, I got sick, kind of. So that I wasn't feeling up like doing anything. And then two, it's in the mailbox. You know, I asked them to bring it to my door. And my girlfriend has the mail key. So I have two things in the mailbox and I can't get it you know I asked them both times to leave it at the door but they just don't listen because the post office they can do whatever the hell they want but yeah like this week my girlfriend's been gone so I've been on my own for dinner and it's been a mess I've been a mess I don't know what I'm gonna do for dinner but when I'm do after I play dinner after I play dinner after I make dinner or figure out dinner, I will probably go and play some Animal Crossing. And this weekend is all mine because she my girlfriend gets back sa- Sunday night, so we'll probably play Animal Crossing. And more Animal Crossing, maybe some Warzone. Everything's closed, so I'm in Arizona, so Phoenix, so a bunch of different cities and towns or whatever you want to call it in, in Arizona today today morning friday morning went to like you know restaurants are takeout delivery only Um, bars are closed this is closed that's closed um last earlier this week earlier this week um amc closed that's something else i do on the weekends i go to the movies every weekend not the last two ones um so I mean everything's closed but I would probably stay inside anyway even if there one even if everything wasn't closed two even if there was not a pandemic going on if I'm alone I'll probably stay home it's kind of just what I do but yeah not really gonna be able to leave the house and do anything cuz everything's closed anyway so what better time to stay in and play Animal Crossing well, my three cats one of which is laying on my lap right now one of which is under my desk licking my feet and another of which is off running around being crazy i think they are they're kind of they don't really know what's going on because normally someone's here with them at all times pretty much but they're kind of freaking out because like my girlfriend's gone all week I get home and then they're like, I don't know what's going on. So they've been acting weird, weirder than normal and they are pretty weird. So that's my weekend. That's my week. I don't know what's going to go on with the rest of the week, but until then we will just play by ear. So we're going to go into some news, handful of big, big stories here. I don't know if you heard that my cat is meowing weird, but um, Microsoft did another like deep dive. I don't want to say deep dive because that's what Sony did. They did a l- couple more, a little bit more information about what the Xbox One, Xbox Series X is, and its power and all that stuff. I think we talked about that last week, but they did some stuff where they were. Um, showing off how loading time works between the one X and the series X and, uh, even looks like this stuff will, it will get better for backwards compatibility games, like loading times. And apparently they are going to be adding like HDR and, and, uh, other stuff like that improvements to backwards compatibility games. It seems like both like Xbox One games and older will get this tr- be able to, to tap into the Series X's power as well. One of the probably the biggest thing that they showed and confirmed that people are, um, let's say, not happy about, is um, on the. I think we talked about this a few weeks ago when the the Xbox series x was leaked like the pictures of the actual console itself there's a there was a slot on the back and we people were wondering what's this for is this just because it's a dev unit maybe this is some debug port or something like that they did come out and say it is for expandable storage um, and they will have up to one terabyte expansion cards I'm, I'm assuming they want to launch with them, but who knows, honestly, what the plan was originally and what the plan is going to be going forward with a lot of manufacturing kind of getting all over the place with everything that's going on. Um, people got all mad because it seems like it's proprietary. I, I don't know if that's been 100% confirmed, that you have to use ones from from you know Xbox from Microsoft, um, but the thing it's a it's a custom solid state hard drive, and the thing that is you know it's kind of like obviously you have to use ones that they make is because they've designed the entire system around the new games the Series X games or you know the games that are meant for series X to be able to run and load and do all this stuff at a certain pace in a certain way. So, um, what you could actually do is you could still use your USB three hard drives that you're using on your Xbox one and one X and all that stuff for Xbox one and below games. So if you want to get your, you know, cause one of the things they've been pushing and they confirmed every x every game that plays on xbox one right now will play on the series x that includes 360 games xbox original games xbox one games x games all that stuff will play just out of the box on the xbox series x so if you want you throw all that stuff on an external drive plug it into your xbox series x and it's good to go Because those games aren't designed in a way where they need this super crazy, fast, weird SSD that is inside the Series X. And then the X, this internal storage for the Series X is, and these expansion cards are where you'd put your X games, your uh, Series X games. Because they will need that extra, extra speed and extra stuff there. Um... One other thing they did show was the new uh, new controller, the Series X controller, which they um, showed some pictures here of. I'm trying to see if I... I don't see any pictures here, but they did add a share button. It's like it's directly below the Xbox button in between the, the start and select, which is the hamburger and the window button. The window multitask button. I just call them start and select because... That's how they've been used this whole time. Um, they did do like the uh, hybrid D-pad, which was on a 360 alternate, like an alternate, it's official, but it was alternate controller where you could kind of twist your D-pad. Um, and then they also did add um, textured grips to the the bumpers and the triggers, which I think the elite series two has so I mean, that's not Entirely new, but they did add it to the the base controller, and also I think they did say it is USB C. Um, but the the uh, the thing here it says you could uh, use that share button to. It says on supported consoles, PCs, and mobile devices. So I mean, if you have that plugged into your, you know, your iPhone or whatever. Apple allows it, you could screenshot or share. So, I mean, that's something that the Xbox One controllers currently can't do. They could connect and you could be using them, and it's all fine and good. Um, but the, what I was trying to find here, which I, I don't see on the website, but I think I saw people talking about it, was uh, if the controller still has like AA batteries, um, removable batteries. People were not happy with like oh you know why is xbox still doing the removable batteries and stuff and like I get it it it's like oh I I have to buy these batteries and I have to charge them myself or I have to buy this extra plain charge kit if I want to just be able to charge my controller or whatever I get it but on the other hand I would honestly I have a bunch of rechargeable batteries I would much rather be able to put The batteries in the controller and then when they die just swap them out because the controller on my ps4 the controller the battery on my ps4 controller um recently just took a shit where it would only say charge for about maybe five minutes so i had to pay 60 dollars 50 dollars actually 50 it's like 55 after tax or whatever almost 60 dollars to just i had to buy an entire new controller Instead of being able to just replace the battery, now I could have just bought a battery online and opened the controller and put the new battery in there, and everything's fine, and it's a little bit cheaper, whatever. But the point is, that's not how most people are going to, you know, handle that. Um, I would honestly prefer AA batteries to just how you just buy them and pop them in there, and I'm back, good to go. And also, the PS4 battery life kind of sucks just like in general when it's healthy xbox one and the the wii the wii the switch pro controller both kick kill it in terms of like battery life like those both last way longer and the switch pro controller has a built-in battery so it's not like the battery like xbox is i don't know like i would much rather have a replaceable battery that i could you know, go from being dead to just pop new batteries in and I'm good to go. Then, you know, having an internal batteries, I don't get, I don't get the, that, uh, that whole argument there, but moving on Sony, finally, after months of silence has finally given some more information on the PS five. So this was a live stream that was originally planned to be sony's gdc gdc talk but then gdc got canceled and they just moved it to a live stream with mark cerny giving a deep dive into the you know playstation 5 specs and all that business it was a kind of weird presentation where they had like silhouettes of quote-unquote people in the audience but they weren't people they were they had them on like a loop that were, that was like moving a little bit. So they kind of looked like people. But this was a very, very, very technical like talk. Cause it was, it was meant for GDC. So, you know, it was, it was meant for developers that would more understand this stuff than the random person on the internet. But I'm not going to go through a lot of this. I'll run through some of the specs here um as a amd zen 2 processor which is clocked slightly below xbox series x has pretty much the same gpu clocked a little bit lower on the teraflops same amount of memory the um you know obviously 4k 8k hdr blah 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 all that's this you know yes 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 same as xbox but the the big difference here and what they did spend a lot of time talking about was hard drives which storage um like i said just was talking about this on uh about, about the xbox stuff so the xbox series x is going to ship with a one terabyte storage capacity and like i said it's this nvme i think it's like pci e4 fourth gen equivalent as far as our as far as like speed and stuff goes um so that is what they were talking about a lot in the PS5 press conference not press conference but conference thing talk they were talking about how they're going to leverage this new speed which is they they did they were have been talking about this for quite a bit of time um one of the first things that they talked about the digital foundry, I think it was, was like, look at Spider Man the PS Four game and look at us go through this entire city with absolutely no load times. Like, look how fast everything's streaming in. Go, f- going how fast? Blah 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 blah. That was because of their new, the new technology on the hard drives to allow stuff to be streamed in faster. It's so like, Mark Serni went super in depth about like if we don't have to seek over here on the hard drive, we could just put everything over here in the hard drive and it makes it so it could just pull the data faster. You know, all this technical stuff that I'm pretty tech savvy, but even though I was listening to this, I'm like, what is he saying? I don't quite understand it. But what they did say was, so the PS five is going to ship with an 825 gig, NVMe SSD um which is a weird amount of storage you typically don't see things coming in 825 gigs it's usually like 256 512 1 terabyte sometimes you'll see like a 480 i feel like you start you saw 480s in the in the past but then also for some cheaper SSDs you saw 480 gigs um but the one thing that I was confused on, which I um, didn't really see a lot of confirmation, um, some people were talking like you can... Well, so I'll, I'll go back. Mark Cerny did confirm, it. while it is a custom SSD in there, you will be able to go and buy a PCIe Gen 4 NVMe drive. And put it in the PS5. Put it in your PS5. The problem with that is. PCIe Gen 4. Is currently so new. There's not a lot of options. But also the way. That Sony has designed the PS5. They designed it for a certain speed spec. So they will need to verify certain brands to be able to be used in the ps5 so it's not like this gen for playstation where you can just go get a laptop hard drive and put it in there and it'll work there was will need to be some work done on sony's end to verify this another reason why they need to verify it is because I don't know if this is because it's so new or just be, this is how it's going to be going forward because of how powerful these drives, these uh, PCI gen four drives are, they have a, a big problem with overheating. So you'll see uh, motherboards will come with um, M like uh, heat sinks over their M two dri- uh, slots because of this, or like the drives themselves will come with these big beefy heat sinks it's because of this they Sony can't just say any PCIe gen four, just go buy it, pop it in. Cause there may be clearance issues or there may be, you know, heat issues because of that, because that heat issue, you know, with the drives themselves, they need to verify that if you put this drive in there, it's not going to overheat. And if it overheats, um, one that, that, uh, makes the drive last less amount of time What it also does is um, a lot of these drives will thermal throttle or if it gets over a certain temperature, it will actually run slower, which then messes with everything that Sony's been doing to, you know, make everything run faster. So that is going to be interesting to see like on paper, strictly on paper, Xbox Series X has PS5 beat in specs across the board Um, except for like memory. They have the same amount of memory, same, like it's GDDR six. Microsoft is splitting theirs up a little bit differently, but I don't know if that's going to be helpful or, you know, detract or make it harder to, you know, whatever. Like on, on paper, everything that PlayStation five has, Xbox has just a little bit better, a little bit higher. You know, 3.5 gigahertz on PS5 for the g- processor when it's 3.8 on the Xbox One X. 10.2 teraflops, you know, on the GPU on the PS5 on 12 for the Xbox, you know, Xbox One X, Series X, Xbox Series X. So, like, on paper, it's just a little bit better. So, you know, I will that sway people over to the Xbox camp? I don't know. It's gonna kind of see how things go forward, how, how things are going forward. But one of the other things that Mark Cerny said in that little um, speech that has been updated since since he did it, he originally he originally said that the top one hundred uh, PS four games will be backwards compatible on the ps5 everyone kind of was like come on like xbox has full backwards compatibility with its every game you can play on xbox one you could play on the xbox series x so like come on sony you gotta you gotta do better than this so they updated their blog to say uh 4, plus ps4 titles will be playable on the ps5 and they are expecting to have get some more uh get a boost on those PS4 games and on PS5, just like the Xbox, honestly, just like the Xbox 360 games get on an Xbox one X. And then just like the Xbox one games are seemingly going to be get, get getting from the series X, but like personally going back to like PS2 era and xbox original era like i don't really it'd be nice to see those games on those consoles but it's not a big seller for me what i do like is like the a full backwards compatibility of the last generation because there are games that are coming out that you may not be able to play if you play them later on the next console it's nice um just couple uh more little tidbits here um about the playstation playstation talk or whatever um back to some of the hard drive stuff they are claiming the ps5 games will load 100 times faster than the ps4 that's you know what they're showing with um this Sp- but the spider-man stuff um they which just actually very important to me if they actually get this do this right Is they said it's designed to be quiet. The PS4 in general. The regular and the Pro. Are you turn them on and you get them going. They're going to sound like jet engines taking off. It's kind of ridiculous. Um, So while the Xbox One. I've not had any problems with. I've had the Xbox One launch console. uh, The one terabyte like fat one. And then a 1S and a 1X, and those things are silent no matter what you're doing on them. Those things are silent. And if they will be able to, Sony, be able to do that, that will be good for me. Um, because that is something that is kind of annoying to me personally when I'm sitting there tr- playing God of War and all of his out of the you know, to my left when my PlayStation 4 is about to, you know, take off and go to space. It's one of those things that's it's annoying, it kinda of takes me out of the game a bit. And there's really nothing I can do about it. Like this was happening like when I got my PS4 out of the PS4 product box. Now there are some fixes I did see online where if you open it and you put these thermal pads in certain spots it'll make it much quieter. Um, And I am comfortable, you know, opening my, my consoles. I've, you know, I used to do this. I used to fix computers and consoles and stuff for my job. So it's not like I'm uncomfortable opening it and doing that. just an unnecessary step that, you know, you need to take. So hopefully they could actually do, they actually do get it right. Um, and we go from there. So. Moving on, uh, some more, uh, let's call it coronavirus news, which we'll have another story here at the end, um, which I'm probably going to talk a bit about. So Evo 2020, let's see if I can find a date here. Um, Evo 2020 is um, end of July, uh, July 31st through August 2nd. Um, They are not canceled yet. Obviously, July is pretty far away especially end of july so maybe everything is all you know wrapped up and and done by then and maybe everything is fine as of right now it's maybe not seeming like it but who knows Uh, but apparently they still have not canceled um there have been a couple other smaller like things that have been going on with events that they literally can't cancel the event until like the city or the hotel itself or the event, the venue closes down or else, um, like one of the events was CEO. Um, he's saying, they were saying that they literally have to have the event. If they don't, they will go bankrupt because they will still owe the money for the, the hotel and the event and all this stuff unless the city says no you literally cannot have this event so maybe that's what's going on with evo like i said it is kind of a far you know far away it is four months away end of july is four months away so we still got time for everything to kind of go back to normal even if it thing is that even if it does go back to normal you will have lots of travel well, people want to travel then after all this stuff? I don't know. It's it got to keep, keep keeping your eye on what's going on and to kind of see what's what is going to happen. But um, other piece, small piece of coronavirus related news, COVID-19 related news is um, they rescheduled GDC for August and they're calling it GDC summer. Right now, it is scheduled for August fourth through the sixth at the Moscone Center in San Francisco. Again, August is is months away, so maybe everything will be back on. I have seen a handful of developers and other like press that I'm following on like Twitter and stuff saying they don't know how many people are going to want to go to something like this, especially like international travel into here. Even if something is, even if everything is, you know, back to normal and no more lockdowns and everything's under control. So, you know, it's going to be interesting to see once we come out on the other side of this, whenever we come out on the other side of this, how everything's going to start coming back to normal. Events are they going to start coming back and you know, what's, what's going on with there. But the last story, it's a big one. They're back in the news again. GameStop says they will not close stores because they claim they are essential retail. So what's going on is in lots of states in the United States, they are saying all businesses need to close unless they are essential stores. So you'll have your grocery stores. You'll have they are still opening banks, um, doctors, some doctors' offices, obviously. But basically, they're saying if you're a business that's If you're a business that's essential, so like grocery stores, banks, some restaurants are allowed to still be open if they could go delivery or drive through only. Some of them do takeout only as well. Um, But GameStop is saying they are essential retail. This first, just that sentence in general is ridiculous because they're not essential in any way, or form, or fashion. They are a video game store. A lot of that shit is digital, so they claim it's because they sell laptops and, you know, webcams and headphones, stuff that people will need to do, need to get, like, when they're working from home and stuff. That, that on its own is, is kind of crap. But when you add on top of it, what's been going on with how GameStop has been handling this whole situation before the, before this statement, um, it kind of all adds up to a bunch of shit. So what they've claiming they're doing, let's see if I can pull up this here. This is from GameStop. And they said, what we've been doing, you know, the, the specific actions they've taken to combat this whole situation. Um, some stores are saying they're only allowing allowing 10 customers in at a time, uh six-foot parameter between customers. They reduced the hours uh, f- to 12 to 8. Um, they are postponing midnight launches, no more trade-ins, no more interactive game stations, and encouraging people to go online. That's what they said publicly. Um, but then what... And then they also were saying that they have been sending cleaning materials and hand sanitizer and all this stuff to every store so they could keep high-touch areas clean. Because you touch a surface, someone else touches a surface, you're sick, they get sick. They could get sick. That's how it spreads. Which is why they say social distancing, six feet parameter. Don't come within six feet of me. I don't want to get sick. The problem... Comes into play when you actually talk to the employees for GameStop and how they've been handling this. So I, you know, I've been going on the the GameStop subreddit, keeping an eye out, reading people's stories and stuff. A lot of GameStop's employees are saying they were not sent any hand sanitizer, any soap, nothing, nothing extra to help try and sanitize the store. The problem with GameStop is everything is a high-touch surface because they have the game boxes on the shelves. You go up, you grab a game box, you bring it up to you know the, the counter. They put the game in and they give it back to you. Or if you just you're just I want to look at this box art. You know people are touching literally everything in GameStop at all times. So like even if they had cleaning materials normally they need to ramp up and they're not even getting sent extra on top of that GameStop corporate is not allowing stores to bump up people's hours to staff the stores at these times because in order to do all this cleaning to enforce the 10 person limit to enforce you know six foot parameters and all this stuff You need employees at the door, you need employees cleaning, you need employees on the floor saying six feet, six feet, six feet, ten people in the store, I need to clean, all this stuff. There were stories of multiple stores I saw on the GameStop subreddit where their corporate, GameStop corporate did not allow them to increase hours, so people were working in the store solo alone when it's 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 getting busy because other stores are closing so they may need to go to, they may need people may need to go to GameStop may want to go to GameStop to get something like a game that they might have gotten in a Walmart but the Walmart is closed or the Walmart is super busy cuz people are buying all the bread all the toilet paper so they go into GameStop to get it instead so on top of that you know, they're getting a lot of extra business, but they're not letting them increase the hours. So this one person is supposed to deal with more customers, but also keep everything clean, but also enforce a 10-person limit in the store, but also deliver stuff to the door, which is also an option that they said, pick up at the door, but then also enforcing a six-foot parameter. And, like, even on... Even on a, like I say, a typical GameStop, you could probably have three people there at a time. Maybe like a store lead, like a you know a senior game advisor, and two regular game advisors, which is their normal lackeys. Even three people for a job like that is not enough. But just hearing all these stories about how GameStop is treating their employees and the reason they won't close the reason why well, GameStop won't close is because apparently last weekend was one of the best their best weekends in a lot of stores in a long time probably cuz people are stocking up on games or doing whatever they need to do because they like I'm not, I'm not going to be able to go outside for the next however long so let us just you know let us just go to GameStop buy as much games as possible but also this weekend is a big weekend for GameStop because it's Doom and Animal Crossing two very highly anticipated games where they want to get as much sales as possible especially with Amazon has been delaying some shipments as they kind of kind of uh shift the focus of their warehouses to essential stuff first. So like stuff like doom and animal crossing are getting pushed back a day or however long. So those people may want to just go in, buy it and go home and play it as opposed to waiting for Amazon. So that is another reason like why I was originally saying that we will see Monday. They'll put an announcement out that they're closing stores. Um, but this was before they were claiming they're essential. So, I don't know how that's going to work now. I don't know if they actually are going to change their mind. They've already kind of been forced to change their mind in California. when they Since the entire state has just went in lockdown. And apparently GameStops are closing in California. I don't know if that's going to go countrywide, companywide. I do not know. But we will see. GameStop is not doing very well in any by any metric really by like sales by public perception by employee perception they're just in the shitter all over the place and they just can't seem to figure out how to not be shits so you know we will see how all this plays out and if GameStop survives this if we survive this as a people it's going to be an interesting next couple of time limits. Like, I don't really... Don't really know what's going to go happen going forward. So, we will see. We will see. But, um, that's it for news. I said like a couple big stories there with the Xbox. Some more information on the Xbox Series X. Finally, some information about the PS5. No price, no box, no nothing, I don't think. I don't think we got any, like any information that would be important to like super important to like consumers. Like I want to see what the box looks like. How much is away? How much is the price? The price is going to be the last thing that they're going to, that's going to be announced. Cause Sony is waiting for Microsoft. Microsoft is waiting for Sony. If Microsoft comes in at 500, then if Sony feels like they can go to 450, they definitely will. Cause 450 is a smaller number than 500. Maybe they can go to 400. Like who knows? So, I mean, those two big news stories and just a couple other like what's going on in the world and how does it relate to video games kind of stuff. So that is going, that is going to be fun. That is, you know, interesting. So let's move on to what is coming out next week. So like I said, this weekend, big week stuff came out this Next week doesn't really have a lot. Um, Half-Life Alex Big Valve is putting out a game. You know, first time they put out a game, a big game like this in a long time. Uh, it's a VR Half-Life game where you play as Alex Vance. Um, that's that comes out on the 23rd, which I think is Tuesday. Yes, no, it's Monday. Why are they put that on a Monday? That seems really weird. Okay, but Monday, um, Bleeding Edge, which is, I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. Um, it's a Overwatch-style hero game, but it's a beat up. Uh, that is coming out on the 24th on a PC and Xbox. And um, apparently Saints Row 4 Reelected comes out on Switch next Friday. So I didn't know they were doing that. So that is interesting, I guess. That's pretty much it. Resident Evil 5 comes out. Be, Resident Evil 5. Resident Evil, oh, that's what? I did play Resident Evil, the Resident Evil 3 demo. Um, that was actually pretty good. Pretty short. Um, but I do recommend it. I'm actually excited for that game. I was already. The demo did not change my mind. But that game comes out in the beginning of April. So, I'm going to play that in the coming weeks. But until then... I think that is it for the podcast. Thank you guys for hanging out. Uh as always, you could find me on the internet at a lot of places. Twitter is Ryan W Gleason, YouTube Gleason Ryan, Twitch is Gleason Ryan. Website videogames.fyi. I have all that stuff linked on the website as well. I might stream this weekend since I'll be, you know, doing my thing, being alone being self-quarantined for the weekend not for any longer than that as of right now at least so everyone stay safe have fun go play video games because they're finally out now peace